So this is a good enough spot to start episode 276 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. Yeah, hey. Only because I ain't got much going on because uh, my kid was sick this weekend. Oh, that's sad to hear. Yep, yep. Uh, he uh, got the flu, not the big one. <laughs> not the big one. No, okay. no. But uh, he's aware of the big flu. You so know, he's ner- is he nervous? Uh, okay. People are still awake. Yes, and he's nervous because my wife is nervous. Oh, that always happens. Yes. Yeah, she kind of blows things out of proportion just a little bit. Because mm-hmm. we were talking before dinner, she, you know, she asked the foolish question that no one should ever dare ask. Mm, what's that? What, what are you guys talking about on the show tonight? <laughs> okay. Well, I go, here we go, like unloading everything, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, mention, of course, about the uh, cancellations at the comic book conventions, how there was talk because I guess there was an outbreak of the coronavirus in Tampa. Mm-hmm. There were people speculating, they're like, oh, does that mean WrestleMania will be canceled this year? Oh, because WrestleMania is in Tampa this year. And I'm like, Vince will hold that in front of a bunch of people in hazmat suits. Right. Vince is not canceling WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Um, someone, I don't know, not me, I would never say anything like this, made a terrible joke that even if the coronavirus did and it became a global or worldwide pandemic, right. the show would go on. It's what Owen Hart would have wanted. Oh, my goodness. I didn't, That a horrible person would make a joke like that, not mm-hmm. me. Was it you as words? I can't think. No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I can't think of uh, who I could blame that on. But yeah. <laughs> what about your co-host? No, no. He Any didn't. of the co-hosts. You know? I don't think he pays attention to enough of like things. Right. Oh, so, okay, okay. So let me finish this up. So uh, my wife works as a dental hygienist. If you've ever been to the dentist, uh, you see, though, the dentist and those folks wear those masks, right? Mm-hmm. Those fashionable masks that everyone wears whenever there's, like, from the coronavirus to the bird flu and all flus in between, right? Mm-hmm. Bunch of floozies out there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. So, uh, she was doing her ordering for the office, and typically, and they always make sure that they have enough. But usually whenever they have an order, they say, oh, they would get 12 boxes of those, right? Mm -hmm. The place, the medical supply facility that they use for her office are now limiting people to five boxes at a time. There's a run on masks. Uh Uh-huh. There's a run on masks. And when they went to their, like, the online order place if you attempt to do it on like they call their orders in you know they have an account whatever just bill it but when they go on the website the first thing that pops up on the website is we are completely sold out of all masks so people are going and i guess my wife just like makes the blanket statement of i saw in the news that uh (laughs) if things keep going like this they may there may there may be a food shortage right and i'm just like what food? I go, there's lots of food. That doesn't cover, you know, um, you know, is it the food you eat, which is just vegetables, or the food that I eat, which is just meat? 
And then my son puts things into perspective and says, as long as they have Tostitos and Goldfish crackers, I'll be fine. <laughs> Your kid's smarter than you, Joe. Well, it's, it's you know, lateral move. That is true. I I can't wait to see what medical mask Rey Mysterio Jr. is going to be wearing at WrestleMania. Well, again, it'll, t- it'll be tough to tell everyone apart because they'll all be wearing those hazmat suits when they wrestle oh. as well. I'm going to pin you on the hazmat. That's what they say in wrestling during outbreaks. No? Yes? No. Okay. <sighs> but anyway. So what was this thing that you and Adam were tweeting about that you're going to attempt to get me to do or something? Oh, it was the dumbest podcast segment idea ever. It was basically we were going to research a lot of generic sodas. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say, like, there's Mr. Pibb instead of Dr. Pepper. There's, like, uh, Mountain Mist instead of Mountain Dew, stuff like that. And then we would, at the comic shop when we were together, we'd have a youngly, a, a lovely young lady bring, like, samples out of each of them. And then we would do a, a blind taste test to see if we could figure out which one was, say, the, the Pepsi or the, like, Johnny's Cola or whatever. And then, like, we would discuss it and everything. And the name of the segment was going to be Cheap Pops. And I thought that was hysterical. That's the only thing that we were just cracking ourselves up over cheap pops. And we're like, we could make this work. And then, you know, we put it online and uh, a curmudgeon was shooting it down. But uh, he will remain nameless. So my my only concern there is the very visual bit. Right. Oh, I know. It was it's, more. Other than like, it was one of those things where like, we thought of the name of this thing. Mm-hmm. Now we have to figure a way to like make it work and shoehorn it into one of the shows. Right. But it was just, it was more, we were having fun and we liked the idea of cheap pops and it was, I don't know. It was just a, a goofy idea. And, uh, I was like, and, and Adam was like, oh, and you could just bang out like 10 of them in a day. And, you know, like you'd have, you'd have them all stockpiled and you could Patreon, whatever. And I was like laughing. I was like, yes, because I would love to drink 10 different sugary sodas in one day. So the doctor could just take my foot and be like, I would love to have, you know, I lost a foot, but I made seven extra dollars a month on Patreon. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I think that sounds like more of a you and Adam thing to do. Right. We were, like I said, it was, you know, you ever just get in, when you're goofing around, Joe, and you just do a bunch of stuff and it's funny to you in the moment? No. No? Oh, that's no, right. No, I have yeah. no humor. I don't think anything's funny. Uh, that is true. I'm rotten and miserable. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. We, you Only when you're taking glee in other people's misery. That's when, like, there's a fleeting moments of those. I don't know. Lately, I haven't been taking glee in other people's misery. I've been taking um, things much more personally than I should. Oh, you're taking misery in their glee. That's what's happening. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well. Uh, So we did watch the new Pikachu movie that was on Netflix. Wait, honestly, there was a Pikachu movie on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, like Pokemon. Okay, I... This is the first I'm hearing of it. Uh, last week, uh, the 27th was like National Pokemon Day. Right. Because it was the anniversary of when it was released, the first game or the first something. Right. 
So they did a whole bunch of Pokemon stuff, and in conjunction with that, there was some sort of CGI animated Pokemon movie that came out in Japan last summer, and they released it on Netflix on that day. Dubbed or subtitled? Uh, dubbed. Ah. Very dubbed. Mm. Okay. I did watch a subtitled movie, uh in preparation for this weekend so oh okay i'm I'm ahead of the game on you oh are you already wow yeah yeah what do you have a busy schedule in your life no it was one of those things where i'm like if i could preemptively preemptively get this done since i don't sleep anyway Mm -hmm. uh let's do it now while the getting is good as opposed to you know, kind of trying to cram it in like on Wednesday or Thursday or whenever it is. Right. I don't remember it being subtitled. Um, well, let's just say the version, uh, uh we're talking about this upcoming week's, right. uh, Babbling Brooks, where we'll, where we will be watching and discussing the upcoming or the, uh, Mel Brooks film Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Right, the upcoming movie from Melbourne. No. Right, pa- his latest and greatest hit. Right. The version that we're going to be watching, the version that I acquired by legal means, I assure you, <laughs> mm-hmm. is uh, it has hard-coded subtitles on it. Ah. Yes. Okay, good to know. I'll probably find a way to shut them off because I'm a techno wizard. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be interested. I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see how you do that. Mm-hmm. I'll use the button that says "turn it off." I don't think that exists. Mm, does on my device. Well, I'll let you know how it worked out. I know you're, <laughs> I know you're waiting with bated breath. I am. So how was your weekend? What'd you do? Uh, not so much the weekend is, but I'm going, I got tickets to my third concert that I'll be going to this year. So far, I'm going to see Alice Cooper, going to see Rage Against the Machine, and now I'm going to go see a tool at the Wilkes-Barre Arena. Oh, hey, who's like, uh, isn't it like Tool and like someone else? I don't know who's opening for them. That I don't know. I'm just going to see Tool. I uh, just want them to play Sober and Schism and then they can get off the stage. But didn't they just have a new album come out? Yes. Yes. I have to see if I can uh, purchase that through legal means, I assure you, so I could see what they have, what they're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. But so that's, yeah, I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Concert this year. As long as I don't get sick, I'm going to take, I'm going to borrow a mask off your wife so I can go to all these concerts. Well, the masks are in short supply now. I'll take a used one. I trust her. She doesn't have it. She, we do have a bunch of used ones here because she'll take them off and she'll put them in the pockets of her scrubs, or as I call them, her work PJs. Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing the laundry, I'm like, what the hell is this in here? And it's always uh, one of her masks from work. Right. With all her vegetable breath being blown through it. Right. So nothing doing? You're already done with the XFL? Oh, I was done with the XFL when I found it. Oh my goodness. I was like, let me watch one or two games. Like this is, this has some, you know, what's going to happen with the XFL. It's going to happen. What happened last time is they have three or four great ideas. They're going to, they're going to 
get they're going to work out all the kinks and then when they fold up the NFL will steal them all. That's what's going to happen. So I, I just watch it. I'm like, yeah, I could watch. It's just it's not great football. The only part that I actually really do love about it is that in like the NFL, it's like, all right, here's the times you could you talk to the players after the game. And then there's that dumb moment where you talk to the coach at just before halftime and you get to give them two inane questions. Like, what do you have to do coach in the second half? We have to stop them from, you know, scoring. And like, what do you think your biggest problem was in the, in the first half coach? Well, we didn't get enough yards. And then they just walk away and you're like, all right, that was pointless. <laughs> but in the XFL, like literally the kicker will fucking go out there, shank a kick and he'll go sit down on the bench like mortified and there's the reporter with the microphone like what was going through your mind when you fucked up that kick and then you get to like listen to it and matt mcgloin who's the pride of pennsylvania and scranton who was the raiders quarterback for a little bit and as i always say had one more win in the nfl than i did um he his, his father is a bit of a blowhard around here and i, I hear the kids kind of the same way but he was on he was on tv and he was getting blown out in the first half so going into the into the second half they like they grab him and they're like well what do you got to do it's like the plan we got to change everything it's all garbage and they're like and then they cut to all the like scenes of him like yeah it's the offense that's wrong you're just old, like overthrowing wide open receivers and the coach was like end of the bench after that tirade we're going in a different direction. I'm like, this is the stuff I want to see in the NFL when you see millionaire players having meltdowns in front of microphones. But now it's kind of sad when you see guys who who should be selling used cars in Scranton getting put on the bench. Do uh, football players do that anymore? Oh, I, I know mean, that used to be the thing where uh, because the football because the NFL paid so poorly. Mm-hmm. That in the off season, I would say up until like the 80, the like early 80s, I would say like 82, 83, that in the off season, they would have to get like jobs as like high school coaches or car salesmen or shit like that. I mean this now more like that, even when you're when you're like your minimum base pay or like 100,000 a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. With this guy, it was more along the lines, you suck so bad that all you can really do is ride your stardom in the area you grew up. And that's like, oh, come to the used car place and see the man who played on the Raiders for four games, you know? And and you say come to the car dealership, but didn't they also – like there's no car shows anymore, are there? Yes, there are car shows. My father goes to them a lot. I'm not saying – there are tons of them, but there are like, like at the Javits Center, there's car shows and then there's classic car shows. It all depends on what you mean by car shows. Like, are you talking about like them debuting like new cars and, and prototypes and stuff like that? They do do that at the Javits Center. But around here, like my father had two classic cars for years, years ago, and he would go to local like car shows. You know what I mean? No, I mean, like at the Kingston Armory, they'd have a deal where... Uh, come and get your picture taken with the General Lee, and also Boss Hog is here as part of like a bunch of other cars well, like that. I don't know, in, and I don't know if the Kingston Armory's had anything in years. So right, because I remember on two non-consecutive occasions, I went to a what would be considered a car show to get my picture taken with the General Lee and Boss Hog and Boss Hog. Mm-hmm. And then another time, it was the uh, the '60s Batmobile. 
<laughs> Nothing with uh, the A team van and Mr. No. D. No, no, because you know. But anyway, I yeah, like I, I used to go to stuff like that too. But now all that stuff is at comic conventions, right? So that because that's what I was wondering is because like that stuff obviously has moved to comic book conventions. But I isn't there just like have the car nuts gone away? I don't know. I've I haven't been around car nuts in years. I know I've seen truck nuts, but I you know I don't know anything about like car shows anymore. I, like I said, I used to because my father used to drive to the two of them and have the cars on the trailer and we'd go. Right. And he'd think I was the one who was going to like clean the chrome after the trip. And I was like, do I get to drive them? No, then I ain't cleaning shit. Well, there's a lot of rules with classic cars and how much you're supposed to drive them and all that right. sort of stuff. Yeah. And these were muscle. These were like, these were like the car that had no body. It was like all engine, kind of like the monster mobile. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like when all you have is like a canopy over your head and the wheel, so like at a ninety degree angle to your chest, and you know they would. Go, it was all motor, man. It was all motor. Had some really nice uh, dice uh, uh, tire caps. You know what I mean? Those were really cool. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do. I had them on my bike. Yeah, but my dad had them on his muscle car. They were green, sparkly dice. We used, to, we used to roll them. We used to take them off and roll them between shows. <laughs> roll them bones, Joe. Oh, my goodness. What? I'm a degenerate gambler. What do you want? So what got you and the fancy gentleman together this weekend? Uh, the uh, season finale of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. We talked about that, or we'll talk about that. or Yeah, wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey, Joe. Yeah. I, that's, I was afraid, since you guys were together watching that... That the uh, podcast idea that you had was oh. Doctor Who related. No, no. And I'm no. like, I made. Listen, I've filled. I fulfilled my quota of Doctor Who. Or uh, have extra Doctor Who. I won't sit still for. Mm. Now, Doctor Pepper versus Mister Pib. That's that's I'm not a Doctor whole... Pepper guy either. Yeah, but you, you just you're just taste testing. Relax. It's all good. Like if Don't you worry. gave me. Bring it back around. If you gave me like Dr. Pepper and Mr. Thunder and Mr. Pib or Pib Extra, whatever the fuck these other sodas are called. Right. Dr. Thunderlips. Right. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's a good one. Now, see, I'm down with that. (laughs) Right. Um, I wouldn't know. Like, I'm like, oh, they all taste like shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, this one tastes like, you know, I... I have no governor for like, well, since I drink Dr. Pepper all the time, I know what Dr. Pepper tastes like. You have no baseline for. I have no baseline. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, you know, like the you one that Coke, t- you give me Pepsi, I can tell you the difference between those. You give me Sprite, you give me Seven Up, I can tell you the difference between those. Mm-hmm. You start getting your Mountain Dews and shit, I want no part of that. What? Well, I'll tell you, well, we'll put down 7-Up versus Twist-Up, Sam's Choice Soda. There you go, or 50-50. Oh, yeah, some Quist from Giant. Mm-hmm. I have a list of generic sodas, so we're good to go. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I used to be pretty good with sodas. I was this. I was like, you know, a soda. I used to do, I used to hope we get the Pepsi Coke challenge in the store, and we had it, and I nailed it, Joe. But I'm a Pepsi man, so. 
See, I'm a Coke man, so. Wow, I heard you like your Coke. Spectrox, not Coke. <laughs> oh, now I want some Pepsi. Well, I think that's a good enough spot to end the show. Kind of a, a, a rambling one. Like I said, I didn't do anything this weekend. My kid was sick, so. I didn't do anything either. My kid wasn't born, so. There, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, hey, maybe if you paid $5 a month, you got this extra before everyone else, or whatever the hell it is, over at patreon.com slash longboxheroes. Uh, but more importantly, you'll be getting before everyone else. Uh, who pays less than $5 over on the Patreon, you'll be getting the babbling brooks of us talking about uh, Blazing Saddles this week. It'll probably be out sometime on Saturday. And then again, of course, everyone who pays less than $5 a month, you'll be getting the uh, latest previewing the past uh, this Saturday as well. So, you know, it's the beginning of the month. Now's the time to sign up for a Patreon. If you weren't there, now's the time to up your pledge. All that sort of shit. All that good stuff. That good stuff indeed. All right, Todd. Episode 276 in the books. Mm-hmm. I feel this was a window into our madness, so. Oh, I, I draw the curtain so you could see extra madness in my windows. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. And uh, yeah, thank you. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Network.